Welcome in, everybody, to a wild card playoff edition of the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight, and congratulations. You're in the tournament. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. You know, it's, it's, uh, it is exciting for us, and that's when you start this season, you want to be able to, to do just that. If you, know, if, you, if you don't get it in the playoffs, you have no shot. So we have an opportunity here we got to make the most of it against a really good football team. All right, you don't like a lot of numbers. You don't like a lot of math. But this one's pertinent. And I don't know if you know this, but now you're the eighth team since 2000 to get in at 8-8. Eight and eight. Those first seven teams that went in at 8-8, eight and 6-1 eight, and one in their playoff opener. So it's a clean slate. Easier said than done, of course. Uh, but it's a good point to rid your minds as a team of, of what happened against Green Bay. And because it's your rival, because it's so emotionally attached and it's so necessary, I understand that it's hard to get rid of, but does that help clean the slate a little bit with knowledge like that? Yeah, our, I think it does, and our guys understand, um, you know, they've worked really hard to, to get to the playoffs, and now, you know, as this thing goes, our, for, for this team and for us the last three years, we, you know, the only one that we have to, to work off of is that Eagles game, right, That and the, the electric electricity that was going on in that stadium when we played them, and um, and now here we are, we get another opportunity where everything amps up just a little bit more. And so our guys, they, they know that there should be no reason for anybody to not be completely fired up to get into this game, get everything they got, and know that no matter who we play, right, we always prepare the same in and out each and every week. And now we got to go out there and we got to play together all three phases on Sunday. Yeah, most of the key people that are going to be in charge of uh, making the big plays for you on Sunday in New Orleans have that playoff experience, and, and including your quarterback. That, to me, is a significant thing as opposed to being a first go-around in a playoff game. Yeah, it's important to have that experience, kind of know the mindset of, uh, have that, of how that thing goes. So they'll be prepared. We'll put, we'll put together a good week of practice. And, uh, and, and and it'll be important for our coaches to be locked in as well. Will you do anything different practice-wise this week than you have in the last month, uh, given the protocols, the Monday-Tuesday thing, I'm certain, is still a, is a league rule, right? So you won't see him till Wednesday. And uh, will, will you do anything uh, differently, or are you going to try and keep the same momentum? We'll keep most of it the same schedule-wise. We might, we might ramp up practice just slightly on Wednesday for just one or two periods just to, uh, to be able to get some – some, uh, you know, some full speed reps, which I do think is important. Uh, but the guys, we also have guys that are taking care of their bodies. You know, you're this far into the season. That's very important to make sure that they're healthy. So we'll have a nice little bounce. But for the most part, it'll be the same. And just so everybody knows, there's no discussion right now on injuries to Roquan and Darnell Mooney or Jalen Johnson or Buster Screen. That'll be revealed on Wednesday. But uh, needless to say, uh, with those two young guys, the way they've played, it'd be, it'd be tough to not have them. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they're... Uh, playing at really high levels and, and Mooney yesterday, you know, he had that one long catch um, and, and made, made some, I mean, his, his effort um, run after the catch, he refuses to go out of bounds and you love that. And Roquan, we, we all know what he's been uh, so vital to this defense all year long playing at an extremely high level. So we'll have to keep an eye on them moving forward, see where they're at. Uh, and, you know, and just keep our fingers crossed and stay optimistic. Sometimes it looks different than it sounds and sometimes it sounds different than it looks but I thought it was one of the more physical games of the year do you agree I, I do yeah I, I really do there's some times there you saw Cole Komet uh lowering his shoulder and, and those guys hitting pretty good and we knew it was going to be like that you know they're, they're a good football team they're going to be physical 
but yeah, our, our guys are always ready for that. Tell us about the note card because you showed the media this morning on a Zoom the placard you gave the players four weeks ago after that six-game losing streak. And what was the motivation behind it and how did it serve you, do you feel? And how will it serve you going into this game? Yeah, so, you know, what it was, Jeff, was something that we gave to every single person in that building. Um, it's about a six-by-six six, uh, index card where it says January Sunday, January 3rd, 2021 at 7 p.m. And that was a goal that we had set out after we lost that Detroit game was we have four games sitting in front of us. And if we do what we're supposed to do, which is win those games, we'll at least have an opportunity at the end to make the playoffs. So we had a goal. And every single day that they walked into the Hallis Hall uh, on our big video board, that never changed for over a month. It's that's so the first thing they saw when they got their connects on and put it on their wrist. So um, and then we had a Bears helmet. And it had a dot, dot, dot with who our opponent's going to be. So now, Jeff, when they walk in on Wednesday for the first time, they're going to see the same deal, right, with the Bears helmet versus the Saints. And they, they've earned that. And so here we go. Um, it's now, now there'll be a new challenge that we have, right? And that, that'll be just our messaging as we go. Yesterday, the red zone touchdown efficiency, that's the key. And the defense um, giving up a couple big plays, but also not able to finish a couple big plays. And when you boil it all down, despite the margin of defeat, despite the defeat itself, does it just boil down to that? I, I think it does. Uh, you look at, again, a big part of that game was time and possession. Uh, a big part of that game was being able to, uh, to, to, you know, keep it right where you need to score wise and then be able to have a chance to win in the fourth quarter. And, but when you look at the one stat, they were four for four in the red zone and we were one for five. And I think it goes off of that. Talk about the defense. Uh, is there anything concerning you right now about what they're giving up and what they're not well, getting? Sure. I think, I think the biggest thing and our, our guys will be the first to tell you that we'd love to be, a, be able to get uh, a couple more sacks and, and change the field position, get some turnovers as you and I have talked previously, you know, this is, we had, we had a couple chances yesterday um, where the ball, you know, make it, make a, make an interception here or there and it flips the field. Uh, but our guys, our guys are doing everything they can positionally to get in the right spot. And, uh, and now we just got to turn it up and you never know what happens here in the playoffs. All right. Everybody has to step up when someone leaves. It's the chance. It's everybody's golden chance. Josh Woods had his chance yesterday. Uh, got put in some positions of uh, difficulty with Aaron Rodgers because he will he will orchestrate that and find mismatches. How did he perform? Because uh, I know he's an excited player, an excitable player, and a, and a guy who works hard. I, I thought that he definitely did a good job coming on in there, and it's a it's a prime example, Jeff, for guys to always be uh, alert all week in practice. Right, always you're one play away and. Josh had his opportunity yesterday and, and against a, a really good offense. And there's a couple plays here or there that he's going to want back, but love his effort, love his want, love his passion. And uh, times like that, when that happens, is that's when your leaders on that defense can help him. And I thought they did that. High formation backfield, Montgomery with a fullback ahead of him. Trubisky on the take and the turn. Montgomery sliding for the goal line. And he's in for the touchdown. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Learn more at whipfleet.com. That was David Montgomery's touchdown. Five straight games for the touchdown for, for Monty. I started calling him General Montgomery after the game yesterday on our TV show and I, because I was saluting him, Matt. I, I was saluting this yeah, young man. Yeah. Because, uh, again, he continues to break tackles. He forces guys to really want to tackle him. And in the end, after all the struggles this season and him missing a, a game because of a concussion, 
He wound up with over 1,500 yards from scrimmage in the regular season. That's uh, among the tops in the league. So you got to give it to him. In fact, no player other than Montgomery rushed for over 1,000 yards and had over 400 yards receiving. So you think about that, and all the great backs in this league, and I know 1,000 yards anymore doesn't seem like a lot, but given what he went through, given what the offenses went through, that was a significant accomplishment for your entire offense, let alone him. I think that's the biggest thing you make notion of right there is, is just that, you know, David or, uh, you know, general Montgomery, as you say, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's one of the most selfless people you've ever met in your entire life. All he cares about is the team and he's going to do everything he can to practice hard, uh, to go out and give every single ounce of effort that he has in every single game. And uh, his, his teammates around him have stepped up. He's stepped up at big times, and it's just a credit to who he is. Let's talk about the O-line, too, because we've given them a lot of credit. And, you know, one of the things that uh, obviously Mustafer and Bars brought to the table was just the unifying idea of, hey, we're all here to help each other, whether it's running to them, to pick them up off the field. The more and more you talked about, the more and more I watched it and I noticed it, and it became a thing for everybody. Um, how significant will this be for that group to stay together in this playoff game and, and do whatever it can to help this offense get the job done. Well, it'll be big. And they see they're, they're very natural at doing that, that leadership stuff and the focus and determination and passion and fire and grit, everything that they have to, to, to be the best that we can. And so, you know, the thing that I like about them too, and, and all the guys on that offensive line is if they make a mistake or if they miss a block or if they have something that doesn't happen the right way, there's an accountability. So every time they come off the field, Hey, you know, Hey, my bad, I, I missed, I missed that block. I'm going to get it the next time. And you appreciate that. But there's a lot of great things that they're doing. That's a big reason for the resurgence in our rush game. All right. Yesterday, you young players, the Mooney, the Montgomery, the Comet production totaled 267 yards. Um, that's a great sign for now and in the future. But it's the way each of those three guys play. They come with attitude. They come with confidence. They come with, okay, if you're going to hit me, you're going to have to bring an army. What does that mean to you guys right now? Well, it's, it's big because when you have young guys like that that are, you know, these rookies that are coming in here and just bringing the energy and the juice and they're productive at this point in time in the season, that's huge. And I think that speaks volumes to what Ryan and his guys have done in regards to finding these guys um, in, in the draft and being able to have guys – that are able to uh, come in and play and be a big part of this. You got you you got to be able to to have them, and, and they've done that. You know, Mooney to to have eleven catches yesterday. Uh, that that's great. You know, for for Cole Komet early on in the game to be able to make some plays and bring the wood like you feel that from our tight ends. And, uh, you know, they're only going to get better. That's what's pretty neat. The fact he grew up a Bears fan and, and didn't have much taste for a Packer green and gold in his house, as he said this week, uh, you felt it right away with Cole Komet. He had some ear hustling going on there with those guys, right? <laughs> Getting in their yeah, face he, a little bit. He did. And, and you got to appreciate that, you know. And I, I, uh, I always appreciate that from him. He's a tough kid, blue-collar kid. That just uh, he, he, like, he likes the physicality. Let's talk about that. When is enough enough on the physicality, meaning, for example, prone to having it torn out of there when you got taken on four or five guys? Yeah, it's just probably more than anything, Jeff, it's the awareness of knowing that the longer you do that, the more people are going to come around that pile and try to get the ball out. Now, on his fumble, falling to the ground, and it was close, but yeah. he's just got to be super aware of that and make sure uh, that he's always, you know, five-pointing the ball, it's protected, and because, you know, those – 
those turnovers are big and he, no one knows that more. I mean, he understands that. Trust me. And he gets that. And he, he I just love his effort. Uh, two years in a row now, uh, only six lost fumbles this year, seven last year. That was a franchise record. So you topped another record there. Uh, so the ball may come out, but you may get it back. And that that's, that's a critical component too. You don't want uh, these aggressive defenses prying the ball out of there. So that's, that's a good thing. And then we got to talk about Cairo Santos set the, the team's all time record for field goal accuracy, had no idea Really, how it was going to go, 30 of 32, 126 points, most by a bear since Robbie Gold. I don't know if you can throw enough bouquets in his direction because the confidence you must have with putting him out there now is at an all-time high. Yeah, it's it's amazing, isn't it, how what we've gone from in the last couple of years, and, and now you have a guy like Cairo who's just kind of, He's just done his thing. He's, he goes out there, he kicks the ball, he makes it, and he comes on off. And I think what we've been through in the last couple of years – uh, again, it, it's a credit to what Ryan and these guys have done and, and bringing in guys like that, that all of a sudden now you got a kicker that has come in here and just, uh, he's made a lot of kicks, you know, and you appreciate that. So he's had a great mental focus this whole time. And, and now we don't want a lot of field goals. We want more touchdowns. And that that's, you know, that that's what we got to get touchdowns, no field goals. They're going deep to Mooney down the field. He makes the catch over the top of the defender inside the 10 down near the eight yard line. What an incredible catch by Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney with a wonderful 53 yard grab over the top of safety Darnell Savage in yesterday's loss to the Green Bay Packers here with Matt Nagy on the Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants and the Chicago Bears Improvement IT are supporting Chicago small businesses. Barbie Tax Consulting is this week's Small Business All Pro. Visit chicagobears.com slash smallbusinessallpros to learn more. I got to talk more about that catch. You high point it, but it's the body control all the way to the ground, gripping it and ripping it. Uh, that's one of the finest catches of the year. Yes or no? No, without a doubt, because that's not an easy catch. That's a catch that, uh, you know, when you are jumping up in the air like that, you got a defender on you. Uh, you got to be able to high point it, come down, and still when you land and hit the ground, you know, sometimes you see where it, it pauses you to just – had that ball come out and you know Mitch did a hell Mitch did a hell of a job of being able to to put that ball out there to give him a chance to go make it and he did it you know so that was good an exceptional day I, I think he surpassed everybody's initial expectations maybe even for you as a fifth round pick there's still a development window you know but and and now that development window's still open for this guy oh yeah I mean you know for what he's done and and you remember at the beginning when we had him in training camp, we weren't real sure until we got into some of those games in training camp as to how he was going to hold up. But this, the first route we saw him run in, uh, in, you know, in training camp, you just know, knew it and you felt it. And, you know, his work ethic now is second to none. And his care factor is, is you know, the sky's the limit. So you put all that together and you get productivity. You also set a team record for passing first downs. I don't think people would have uh, realized that given the slow struggles this season. Every little step is more towards uh, the end game and the journey, right? Yeah, that's right. And it is just that. It is a journey. And and our guys are, you know, it's, it's, it's we got to be able to understand, okay, big picture is this, is here we are. We sit right now here on Monday, January 4th, and we have an opportunity sitting in front of us. What are we going to do with it? And uh, as you said earlier on this, you know, call, we, we, we uh, you know, there's some teams that go on in there and, 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 and win, and it's not going to be easy, but we believe in each other. And sometimes when that happens, that belief is strong, it's powerful, and, and crazy things happen. So we're, uh, I'm just proud of our guys, and we got to get everything we got. All right, let's start talking about the Saints. Played them, lost to them by a field goal in overtime at Soldier Field. It was a well-fought game. Um, what are you looking at with these guys right now in their home gym 
because uh, Drew Brees obviously is no different in terms of his excellence in ball control, possession time, completion percentage, lack of interceptions, lack of sacks than the guy you just faced in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, I mean, you're talking about back-to-back quarterbacks that are some of the best to ever play in the history of the game. So we understand that, but what a a great challenge for us, you know, when you look at that. And I, I also say in regards to their coaching staff and their personnel and their defense, you know, their defense has been really good the last couple of years and Dennis Allen does a really good job with them. So um, we got to make sure we have our a game, you know, playing them in their home, home turf. They're, they're obviously uh, really good there. Uh, There'll be some fans there and, um, but our guys will welcome the challenge. And like you said, we faced these guys already this year and and we went to overtime, didn't have the result we wanted, but uh, here we go in the playoffs now against them. Bulls started that game. Mitch starts this game. What, what we'll be looking at in terms of that defense of Dennis Allen. Uh, they've done some really good things, as you said, fifth fewest points allowed in the league right now, fourth in rushing yards allowed per game, eighth in sacks, and uh, most impressively, number one in passes defensed and number one tied for the league with interceptions. Yeah, I think that that's probably right there is what you just said is, you know, again, what what, what uh, Coach Allen has done as a defensive coordinator is they're really good on defense. And so what they do, it's hard to find a lot of teams that are that good at stopping the run or rush defense and then yet the same thing with the pass and then points and all that. So uh, we, we have to make sure that we are really locked in and we have a great game plan. Our players believe in it. And then we just got to go do it. Yeah, they got a couple of guys uh, really surprising with uh, with uh, their production in terms of name recognition. Trey Hendrickson is not somebody that people think of as a big-time pass rusher, but he finished with 13 and a half sacks this year. Uh, that's one guy to block, and Demario Davis uh, on the other side as well. Uh, all right, mentally, how do you shed this disappointment in your first meeting with these guys tomorrow? What are you going to tell them? Well, there's, I mean, so the, the there's zero disappointment right now with our guys. I mean, that was, that was um, yesterday, that was last night. And so our guys, I mean, I've already, you know, had, had phone calls and text messages of the vibe that's in the, in the building right now, just uh, the guys with lifting weights and they're, they're so, they're so locked in and focused on New Orleans. I mean, it's, that's the beauty of this whole thing. You know, I mean, it's like, I, we understand from the fans perspective that it, it, it can kind of hang on and linger, but from a player's perspective, um, that's the cool part is these guys that we don't have a choice. We have to move on and, and uh, here we go. And I think that's, what's exciting for our guys. Such is life in the national football league. Yeah. All right, Matt, good luck with your preparation this week. And we'll talk to you throughout the week. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. It's brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Bears fans, when shopping for your game day celebrations, don't forget to pick up your favorite varieties of Lay's potato chips and Tostitos. Tostitos and Lay's are an essential part of the game day tradition and the official chip of your Chicago Bears. Go Bears and go Bears in the playoffs. Congratulations, Bill Lazer, the Bears veteran offensive coordinator joining the program now. Bill, in terms of preparation for this game, do you rely a lot on what happened on November 1st? There was a different quarterback. Nick Foles was the starter. Now it's Mitchell Trubisky. Or do you add wrinkles to the plan that fits what's currently going on with your team? Well, I think you start with watching that game because that's how they'll start watching us. And then and then they'll they'll study what we've done lately for sure, uh, both with the quarterback change and, and just with uh, the evolutions that, that offenses and defenses both go through during the season. You know, if, if you study their first couple games of the year uh, and, and you tried to base everything off of, you know, what their coverage tendencies were, well, it might be a lot different now. They may have different players in there. Or they may find things that, 
or better or worse for them as they go. So, you know, you, I, I think I think you, you look at the big picture. I think you you look at the la- the time we played them because it was head to head, and that'll show you the matchups. And then I think you you zero in on the themes of you know what is it lately for them? How are they playing? Maybe you can figure out the why. You know, why are they playing? Uh, more zone or why are they playing more man? Why are they blitzing more? Why are they blitzing less? You know, is it working for them? Um, You know, the other thing you have to remember is, is there's a tendency to watch teams on, on video and say, Oh, this is how they play this situation. Well, you also have to remember that in that situation, they were playing that team, right? They're NFL coaches and players. So they study us and on Sunday, they're going to play us and they're going to do what they think stops us. So, uh, you know, there's also a little bit of uh, strategy and gamesmanship of, okay, based on what we know of them, what do we think they'll do against us? Because they're, they're having coaching meetings right now, too, and they're making decisions. In terms of your game plan yesterday against the Packers, it seemed to be working well in terms of controlling the ball, something you do against great quarterbacks, try to keep them off the field. I would imagine uh, a similar plan would be appropriate with a guy like Drew Brees. The difference is... If you could just find a way to finish those uh, red zone drives, those goal-to-goal drives. Yeah, I mean, this is the NFL. You have to score points to win, especially when you play a good team. So, you know, th- there are certain things that went the way we wanted yesterday. But, but um, you know, in this league, it's points that win games, you know, on offense. And so we've, we've got to do a better job for sure. Uh, how did you like the the way these guys uh, went at it? I, I complimented the, the play and the toughness. The young players, Montgomery, Komet. And Mooney just fought for every inch yesterday. Yeah, I think I think all three of those guys have shown that they're tough when the ball's in their hand. You know, they give great effort with the ball in their hand, whether it's in t- tight quarters being physical or whether it's in open space, you know, making people miss. So, uh, I, you know, I think at this point, no one's surprised by it. They've, they've kind of proven themselves. You know, with the playoff atmosphere being what it is, uh, the intensity does ratchet up. Players feel it almost immediately. Do you as a coach feel it too? Uh, and does that mean that you turn things in a different direction in a way to be more creative or you just can continue to hammer the, the importance of fundamentals and getting ready for this? Oh, I think I think if, if you have a system that you that you believe in for preparation, then I can't think of a reason why you would change your, your preparation and your system. Uh, the play, you know, the playoff games I've been a part of in the past um, have obviously all had fans. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what, what the plan is for New Orleans. I, I haven't heard, uh, but certainly this will be a different atmosphere. You know, normally when you go into a, a stadium for the playoffs, it's, it's just uh, great electricity, you know, from, from the parking lots to the, to when you walk out the tunnel. So that, that'll certainly be missed. I would think to some degree in this one, um, but yeah, no, as far as preparation goes, I mean, if, if you weren't doing what you think the best preparation was up until this point, then, then that would have been a problem. Montgomery sets to the right of Trubisky. Mustaf around the ball, sends back a low snap. Trubisky arches back in a throw short right. Caught Montgomery, slips a tackle inside the 30, still on his feet. Rumbles down near the 19 to the 18. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with Bears Offensive Coordinator Bill Lazor with you until 8 o'clock tonight. That highlight, a 14-yard second quarter catch and run by David Montgomery. What a terrific season that turned out to be for David Montgomery. Over 1,500 yards from scrimmage among the tops in the league in the pass-catching aspect of it. In fact, he's the only guy in the league, Bill, that had a, a grand on the ground and over 400 yards receiving. When you think of all the great backs in this league, that's pretty impressive. One of the things that's hard to do for a back to have that kind of statistical year is to last. 
right? Yeah. I mean, to, to make it through 16 games is hard. To make it through even close to that is hard. And uh, I think that's one, one of the things about David that we have to recognize is he's a tough guy and he's durable and he shows up every day. He practices. You know, when you get to the point uh, sometimes later in the year when the guys get beat up and they get to the point where they can't quite practice the same way anymore. You know, I've, I've been around that and, and it's understandable because they take a lot of hits. Um, but they, David does not flinch. I'm telling you now, he shows up every day to work and you know, it might, it might be a little bit of an old school mentality, but I do believe that the guys that show up on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and practice hard are going to keep getting better. And I, I think that's a little bit the story of David Montgomery shows up every day, works hard, keeps getting better. And, uh, the, you know, the production shows. Despite his production yesterday, Montgomery after the game said that, you know, he takes a lot of responsibility for, for the outcome that you didn't play well enough in his opinion, but with him, it's not just lip service and it sounds good. He, he really comes from an organic point of view on how he wants to play. Yeah, I, I, I can understand where he's coming from because I don't feel real good today, to be honest yeah. with you, about, about, uh, about how it went. You know, um, you know, we went into the game certainly believing 100% we were going to score more points than they did, and uh, we, we weren't able to. So, you know, there's, there's some disappointment. I mean, we've, we've turned the page now. We're, we're, we're watching New Orleans as a staff, but, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's never easy to lose. So it's a, it's bittersweet. There's no question. I mean, no, there's nothing sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> what well, again, you're in the playoffs. You got another chance. You, well, what do you pull out of it as the play caller and as the co-designer of this offense that, that you now can use to your advantage? Well, yeah, there's always good and bad. I mean, we, we, we uh, obviously failed in the red zone, right? One for five drives, scored a touchdown. We, we failed at some critical situations in third and fourth downs, you know, that we have to, have to be better at. So we'll, we'll look at those things. And uh, I think it was the least amount, the way, we, the way we categorize explosive plays, it was the least amount we had all year. Now, our total, you know, our total number of yards – fine uh our time of possession fine but those things don't win you the games and yeah. you know in the end it's it's score it's score it's the critical this is the nfl so it's it's the critical situations and so we, we just have to do a better job planning them and putting guys in position to make those plays and you know we were playing a team that, that made makes you know traditionally you, some of those players you know make plays in those spots so now you go forward right we're playing another team with some really good players that we know we all know about them so you have to assume right you go in assuming in those critical spots they're going to make their plays so however it is that we design you know the coach Nagy designs the strategy however he wants to play it when we get down to that fourth quarter right man we got to make those plays and, and and just like in the first quarter that first drive of the game you know we get down there we score a touchdown hey every drive is going to count in the NFL. Um, so we, we just have to take from it. All right. We, we, we've got to put the guys in a position to make the big plays. Big play might be a third and two, you know, a big play might be obviously a long touchdown, whatever it is. So, well, I, I think we'll, we'll, uh, you know, I think as a staff, we've already looked at it this morning. We've gone through it, had a chance to talk through it. And uh, as we plan for the next one, you know, let's not make, make the same mistakes. I'm sure it'll come up when you meet the media this week, just what they may have done or what just transpired with Allen Robinson's uh, target total yesterday. Oh, you know, some of it is, 
stuff that we would look back and say, gosh, now that you see the game, we, we should have put them on this side or, you know, we, we could have made it, uh, you know, a couple more plays where, where we thought he was the first read. And, and some of it was when the play was called, it was covered. You know, that's, that's one of the negatives about uh, not one of the negatives, I guess, one of the realities about being a wide receiver you can have some plays on your sheet that, you know, you, you, Hey, these are number 12 plays. These are the plays where we think he's the first read, but you know, at, as a pass catcher, a lot of it depends on how they're playing you at the moment and, and how the coverage might take it away. So well, the thing that we know as a staff, when you come out of a game and uh, you, when you don't feel like your best players get the ball in their hands enough, you just have to look at, at the plan and say, okay, if, if there's some things we could have done better, let's do them better in the future. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak along with Bill Lazer, the Bears Offensive Coordinator. Uh, together we made it here, the playoffs. Enter the Bears Playoff Sweepstakes at ChicagoBears.com to win a piece of this one-of-a-kind season. As we look at Mitchell Trubisky, he's got playoff experience. How critical is that in this matchup against New Orleans? Anytime you get on the big stage, you know, you, you'd like to think, okay, it just becomes part of how I operate, and, and I can, I can uh, handle all the – all the hype again. I don't know that there'll be a lot of crowd noise. I don't know that there'll be uh, uh, people throwing stuff at the buses on the way into the stadium. Uh, with with how this this year is going, right for our society. But I think I think the lead up to it, you know, can add a little bit of excitement and, and put uh, pressure on people in general. So you just like to think that if you say, Hey, wait a second. Now we, we have a procedure that we like to follow. Here's what it is. And, and just remember if we check off all these boxes that we've been checking off every week, then we can know that we're prepared and then have confidence going to the game. We've done all we can do to prepare. And then you go play the game, you know, and just, uh, Hopefully, the, the, the biggest difference is just how, how sweet it feels afterwards in the locker room. Are you one to give advice to young players on what playoff football is like, or do you let players themselves, the veterans who've been through them, explain it that, yes, there is a different intensity. I know it almost sounds cliche, but it is a reality. I think you deal you deal on each in each situation. You know, if you if you have a, a veteran player in in a particular position room who you trust, and, you know they can do some of it. But sometimes sometimes there's a guy that that maybe you you need to just keep your eye on and watch him. I, I think like you said, a lot of these guys Mitchell has played in them before, and uh, we we've really approached these last however many yeah. games. We haven't said the word playoff, but we, we know what we've been up against. All right, lastly, before we let you go, uh, Dennis Allen's defense has put up some really impressive numbers here across the board. What do you think of what they're doing? They play with a certain attitude. You know, you can tell that they're a very, very confident group. They believe in what they're doing, and uh, they play fast, you know, so they can get people to the ball. I think uh, th- there's great intensity from their front to rush the passer, uh, and it's, I think sometimes the numbers can tell you one thing, but then, then, then you turn the video on and, and you see what it looks like. And, and you can see some guys with intensity get after the passer. The other part of it is they really challenge in coverage are one of the higher uh, percentage teams that press with their DB. So they're, they're going to challenge you and they're going to try to, uh, to disrupt everything you do in the passing game on the perimeter also. I, so I, you know, I, I've, I've known Dennis a long time. We worked together a long time ago. Uh, I think he does a great job. I think they've they've uh, they've really got a good thing going on defense. You can tell the players believe in what they're doing, and I think it's going to be a heck of a challenge. 
Well, good luck with your preparation and good luck in the game. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's a wrap on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. I want to thank producers Jordan Treadup, Dan Brilli, Andy Gersher, Keith Johnson, and most of all, to you for listening. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy, offensive coordinator Bill Lazor, I'm Jeff Joniak. Bears Saints, 1230 pregame, 340 kickoff, Sunday. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Good night, everybody.